At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Like double dog dare ya! Was that wrong? You ought to be ashamed of yourself. How the hell is that Mike Florio's job? So what, no f***ing you know? Friday edition of PFTPM, wrapping up the first of three weeks that PFT Live is on hiatus. And the big news on this day before the 4th of July, perfect time to make a significant news dump, although I don't think it was strategically selected. This is more of a reaction to pressure that has been placed on the Washington franchise by a couple of its major sponsors, FedEx and Nike. Bottom line is the Washington team announced today that it's undergoing a thorough review of its name. Here's the full statement in light of recent events around our country and feedback from our community. The Washington franchise is announcing that the team will undergo a thorough review of the team's name. This review formalizes the initial discussions the team has been having with the league in recent weeks. So that's the first piece of news in the statement that the league and the team have been talking about this for a while, for several weeks as External forces have been pressuring the team to change the name. The league has been working behind the scenes without calling out Daniel Snyder publicly, working behind the scenes to try to get him to change the name. Here's Snyder's statement. This process allows the team to take into account not only the proud tradition and history of the franchise, but also input from our alumni, the organization, sponsors, the National Football League, and the local community it is proud to represent on and off the field. Well, we already know what the sponsors think. FedEx said yesterday, change the name. Nike didn't say anything. They just removed the team entirely from the Nike website, expunged the team like they never existed. Pepsi came out today after the team issued a statement and said, yes, we'd also like you to change the name. So three major sponsors targeted by 87 investment firms have all now said or acted in a way that makes their feelings clear, change the name. The NFL clearly wants the name to be changed. The NFL would have been working behind the scenes with Daniel Snyder to come up with a strategy for keeping the name. So what the alumni thinks, and I don't know how much of a voice the alumni should really have in this, the organization, I assume, means the players and the coaches and others who now can speak more freely internally because they don't feel that financial pressure to say, yeah, sure, boss, the name that you have said will never change is fine with me. And then uh, the local community, they'll get feedback from them as well. But here's the bottom line. You can't pull the pin on this grenade and put it back in. You can't say we are engaging in a thorough review of the name and then say at the end of the review, we've decided to keep the name. That would make it a million times worse if you double down after coming out with this grand flourish and saying we are going to consider changing the name. We're going to review the name. Who's going to come out in favor of the name, of any of these stakeholders? Who's going to do it in a loud enough and persuasive enough voice that gets the sponsors to stand down, that gets the league to stand down, that gets the media that has been pushing this in some cases for years to stand down? 
that gets fans who look at it and say, what's the big deal to get them to stand down? So they're going to have a PR issue because there are plenty of fans who will be mad that the name is going to change. But look, they have to choose one or the other. And here's the thing. Once you go down the road of pissing off the fans are going to be mad because you've said you're engaging in a thorough review of the name. Once they're pissed off, they're not going to get unpissed off if you decide to keep the name. They're still going to be pissed off that you put them through this period where they thought the name was going to change. And then you're going to piss off everyone else who thought the name was changing. Bottom line is they have passed the point of no return. They have crossed the Rubicon. It is over. It is done. Barring something miraculous at this point, that name is changing. Ron Rivera, the coach of the team, said in a statement, this issue is of personal importance to me, and I look forward to working closely with Dan Snyder to make sure we continue the mission of honoring and supporting Native Americans and our military. Honoring and supporting Native Americans and our military. Now, when I read that, I had the same reaction from plenty of other people do. What the hell does the military have to do with this? What, what's the military have to do with it? And my guess is, my guess is that maybe the next name will in some way be tied to the military. Now, it also sounds like they're going to try to find a way to honor and support Native Americans and maybe also support and honor the military. And, you know, that's not a, that's not a, a big needle to thread if that's what they're thinking about doing. The bottom line is if the team is still going to incorporate any Native American elements in its logos, its name, anything, you better be sure that the Native American community is on board. And the first organization to go to is the National Congress of American Indians. That has been the group. It is the largest representative group of Native Americans in America. And that group has been hammering for years for a change to the name. You don't want them to pivot from one name they don't like to another name. It's entirely possible at this point, the Native American position will be, we don't wanna have anything to do with your team. None, nothing, we're, no, we're done, we're out. We don't wanna be your mascot, either with a name that isn't a slur or the name that is a slur. So that I think is something that will be part of this review. See, it can't just be we're reviewing whether or not to keep the name. Part of this review is what's the new name gonna be? Not that they would say, we don't like any of the other names, we're gonna stick with the one that's a dictionary defined slur. But I think this is all happening in the same blender. The name's gone, the name's done. The question is, what will the new name be? The question is, how quickly can they incorporate the new name? And is there a way to keep the current uniform, to keep the current logo, and change the name. Because when do you change the name? Do you announce that after this season, the name is changing? So we're just gonna have one more year with a name that we have decided is problematic, is a dictionary defined racist slur, should not be the name of the team, but you know, we're, we're kind of ready to go for this season. We'd be kind of inconvenient to print up a bunch of jerseys. And also remember one thing the NFL is always very concerned about the inventory of unsold jerseys. Although, although, here's the first parallel that comes to mind. Anytime there is a development in politics or news that creates a perceived threat to gun rights in any way, there's a run on guns and ammunition. I suspect 
that the people out there who will react negatively to the news that Washington is considering changing its name will go out and buy up everything they can find that has the current name and logo on it. And all that stuff's going to be gone. It's going to solve the problem because you're going to have people right or wrong for the next 50 years who are wearing gear that bears the logo and the name of the team as it's currently constituted two games, two tailgates out in public. Not going to be anything we can do about it, right? Even as NASCAR tries to distance itself from the Confederate flag, as Mississippi takes that piece of the Confederate flag out of its own flag, just go out for a drive, especially this weekend. I know where I live. I'll see at least one or two, maybe three trucks. I'm going to put the over under at two and a half. Trucks with an American flag and a Confederate flag on each side of the bumper. I, I guarantee it. So that same dynamic is going to apply here. You're going to have people who proudly wear the gear of the team as it's currently named, refuse to call it anything but its current name. And that's why maybe the break from the Native American context altogether to make it harder, to make it not be wink nod. You know what we really are. We've changed the name, but our, our fans know who we are. They're not going to sing hail to the something else and we can't stop them from doing it. So the best way to do it is I think just reset completely and find a name that has nothing to do with the Native American community, especially if that's what they want. That's the first question. What does the Native American community want? Do they want a name that is specifically selected to honor them that isn't a slur, or do they want out? And if I were them at this point, because it took so long to get here, I just want out, especially because I'd be concerned that if there still is a Native American component to the official name, you're going to have thousands of fans who continue to use the former name and there's enough of a connection to the new name to make it sensible to do that. It's better to just go in a completely different direction. So it looks goofy, it's conspicuous, it's weird that you continue to cling to the name that has been ditched by the franchise. No timetable was given on how long this review is going to take, but I do think the end result will be a new name and we'll see what the new name is. And look, I always say, Wisdom often never comes at all. It's better that it show up late. And hey, it is refreshing that Daniel Snyder seems to realize the name is untenable. But at the same time, it really shouldn't have taken this long. It shouldn't have come to this, especially in this historic moment that we are in the middle of. Leading from behind, not leading from the front of the pack. And Daniel Snyder's intransigence, even though the dam finally broke once big money got involved, once FedEx got involved, and one of Dan Snyder's partners, one of the guys that owns a chunk of the team, Fred Smith, the founder of FedEx, once that happens, you've got it. You've got to cry uncle. But the cry of uncle should have come long ago. It's good that it's happening. It would have been better if it would have happened a long time ago. And it would have been ideal. Now, look, I still think it should have been changed at least seven years ago, if not earlier. But in this moment that we're in now, that's lasted for more than a month, it shouldn't have taken until July 3rd. For something that happened 
on Memorial Day, the murder of George Floyd, it shouldn't have taken until the day before the 4th of July for that light to go off in Daniel Snyder's brain, telling him it's time to change the name. But again, it look, the clock kept ticking more and more loudly, and the clock has reached all caps never, because that's what he said in 2013. You can put it in caps, never will he change the name. And it's got to be very difficult for a billionaire who is used to getting his way all the time on anything and everything to turn around and say, okay, I yield. And now he's yielding. Unless he doubles down and makes it a million times worse, which I guess at this point it's impossible to completely rule out. But I doubt, I doubt highly that we're going to have anything other than a new name to the team. All right, the Green Bay Packers have let their shareholders and season ticket holders know that this year, if you go to Lambeau Field for a game, you got to wear a mask. And they're going to structure the seating to permit social distancing. Now, look, there's still no guarantee that anyone's going to be able to show up for any of the games. But this is a very tangible sign that it will look very different. Now, some teams, I think, are going to take the approach. It's not worth the trouble of trying to keep people apart and have staggered entry and staggered departure and enforced mask wearing. But this is where the Packers are. They're not going to surrender that revenue. They're a publicly traded company with a duty to their shareholders, and their duty is to maximize revenue, and they're not going to let that revenue just walk away. So they've let it be known to their season ticket holders that's what they plan to do. But the one thing we've learned in recent weeks, whatever your plan is, your plan is subject to change. The virus continues to control the situation, and the virus is clearly in charge, and the virus continues to spread. The past couple of days have had record high cases of the virus in our country and this 4th of July weekend, if people aren't smart, if people don't wear a mask, if people don't socially distance, if people aren't conscientious about avoiding getting and or spreading the virus, it's only going to get worse. And football season's already in jeopardy. I saw the report from Dan Graziano of ESPN.com about what was discussed yesterday when the NFL PA player reps had a two-hour conversation. Testing and contact tracing are going to be the keys to determine whether or not the season can happen. And if it fails, if it falls apart, if it doesn't work, there's not going to be football. And one of the reasons it won't be football is because in a critical moment in the life of the virus, people just refuse to do what they were supposed to do. And hopefully they're starting to wake up to it. Hopefully it's not too late for the people who stubbornly refuse to wear a mask to start wearing a mask. I'm going to go to the grocery store here in a little bit with my mask and I'm going to see, is it different? Is there a different mood? Will more people be wearing masks? You know, what we see at the grassroots level, I think, gives us a good indication of what's going on in the rest of the world. And I haven't been very encouraged in my weekly trips to the grocery store that people here get it, which extrapolates out to what we've seen coast to coast. So here's hoping that people will begin to figure out that they need to wear masks. They need to be smart, especially this weekend when an already bad situation could end up getting a lot worse. One last point before we wrap it up for the week. Reportedly, college football approached the NFL about the possibility of delaying the draft to accommodate shifting college football into the spring. The NFL said the NFL isn't interested in doing that. Now, it's kind of surprising because usually the NFL tiptoes on eggshells whenever it comes to anything related to college football. They want to do what they can to help promote and protect and preserve their free farm system. So I'm surprised that when college football makes the request, the NFL doesn't say, absolutely, whatever you want, we'll move the draft back. It's no problem. So the NFL isn't inclined to move the draft. 
which means college football won't be inclined to play in the spring because here's what happens. If you move college football to the spring and the draft is still in April, Trevor Lawrence isn't playing college football this year. Other players who are in their last year of eligibility with designs on playing in the NFL who are confident they are going to be drafted, they're not going to play in January, February, March, April, when they otherwise could be getting ready for the draft, getting ready for the combine, getting ready to get selected as high as possible, and then jeopardizing by playing now. It's one thing to play in the fall. You go ahead and play in January, February, March, because you're getting ready to be drafted in April, putting your body at risk each and every week with limited time to recover. Think about Tua Tonga-Vailoa, how hard it was for him to get to the point where the Dolphins were satisfied with his health condition in late April. If he breaks his hip in early April, he ain't going to be the fifth overall pick in the draft. So that's why college football wants the draft to get moved back if they're going to move college football season to the spring. And actually, I, I, I kind of thought the NFL would like that would like college football in the spring because then the NFL would have the fall to itself and the NFL could play games and televise games on Saturdays and maybe on Friday nights. So uh, whatever the case may be and whatever the motivations may be, and who knows how many moves down the chessboard the NFL is thinking. Maybe the NFL is thinking the only way anybody's having a season this year is if they do it in the spring and we'd rather have the spring to ourselves. Who knows? But for now, the reality is there's a lot of work that needs to be done. There's a lot of decisions that need to be made. The NFL and the NFL Players Association have to put their heads together and identify all the issues, resolve all the issues, and then resolve any issues that arise as they resolve the issues they already know about. And it continues to potentially spiral out of control while you spot every question. Answer that question and answer whatever question comes up when you've answered the last question, and it's going to drive you crazy if you let it. The clock is ticking loud. Decisions need to be made. And here's hoping that when we get on the other side of this weekend, this 4th of July holiday, where we will celebrate in a way unlike any other 4th of July we've ever experienced, except during a world war, that once we get to Monday, people will resolve to make good decisions, to reach real agreements, and to work together to lay the foundation for the 2020 season. Otherwise, it's going to be very difficult to have football at all this year. We continue to hope, we continue to watch, we continue to wait, and we continue to wear masks. People, wear your masks this weekend. Make the resolution now. Treat the 4th of July like the 1st of January and make your resolution. I will wear a mask whenever I leave the house. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you on Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.